Very good morning. I want to invite you to open your Bible in Matthew chapter 13. You uh, have been watching this on YouTube. I want to invite you to open your Bible as well. Matthew chapter 13. I think I should clap all of you guys. You have been so patient with my beautiful accent. So well done. <laughs> this morning I have an amazing morning here to share the Word of God. And yes, Jesus is alive. He is the healer and He can heal your soul and your body this very morning so Matthew chapter 13 I want to read with you verse 44 we are talking about the parables in the garden church we have been shared about the actually uh, it's 14 parables we have been talking about and today we are talking about this parable here Matthew 13 44 the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of the great value, he went away, sold everything he had and bought it. Amen. Amen. This is a moment, Lord Jesus, when we stop to listen your very words. Your word is powerful. And uh, at this moment, I want to ask you for the power of your Holy Spirit to touch hearts and minds. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I just need to say that I love to see Bill and his guitar here this morning. Oh, what a guitar, what a style, what's amazing, I love it. We were there just enjoying the sound and his style, Very, I really enjoy. Guys, I was raised in a church. Now, again, I will start talking about old stuff, okay? Uncle Danny can explain later on for the new generation some meanings of some words here. But in my days, I had no option. I'm the youngest one in my family. So my oldest brothers, they used to go for cool, fancy church with nice worship bands. But I need to keep going with my dad and my mom for that kind of boring church. So I couldn't say stuff like that. But in my heart, and my mind, oh, again, church, I need to go. And then we had all that kind of preachers with the big mustache and suits and ties under 35 degrees preaching I was there eight nine years old for me my vision my opinions about church was something boring we had no songs like this my God is so big strong the Bible was like King James for kids no coloring Bible or nice stuff I had no internet okay I had no option so I was there in the pew watching the service and then my mom, she was so strict and she had a brilliant idea. I don't know why she thought I could sing. This weekend, you're going to praise Jesus and sing in the front of the church. No, mom, come on. <laughs> but it wasn't nice worship songs. Is that a book of songs, uh, uh, songs, the hymns? And then, on those days, we had no um, 
plans for the service. So just start the service, and then, okay, have a few songs. Someone will be preaching, someone will be praying in the end, and that's it. But then, the guys, they had open mic, you know. Now, if someone here wants to sing a song, just come to the front. My mom, look at me, go now. Uh, no, 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 you go now. <laughs> so for me, from something boring, church became like a threat. I started to feel so afraid on the weekends. On Friday, I was oh no, I need to go to the church. Jesus started the first sentence of this text saying, the kingdom of God is like a treasure. For me, my vision, the kingdom of God was something annoying, boring, heavy, not nice. I don't know if you're watching this on YouTube or every person here has a different background and culture, but all these keywords like God, Jesus, Bible, church, in my head, I had a box. All the annoying stuff was there, like math. Oh. Is better? Okay. Math, broccolis, church. In the same box, in my head. <laughs> Annoying steps. Depending, this was my vision, my opinion, and my thoughts about the kingdom of God. Then, my oldest brother, he had a great idea. Hey, Danny, uh, there is a youth camp, some kind of new day. Not so cool, like New Day, remember? In those days, I had no technology. But I will send you, and he paid for me. And after I was around 12, 13, I went in this youth camp. And then, Jesus caught me there. I just went there for fun. Rock and roll, I love rock and roll, and girls, and all of this. But I was there. And this football stadium, before the service, uh, the evening, uh, there will be a service, very cool one, very nice, lots of young people from everywhere in the country. But in the afternoon, I was there watching the, um, what's the name, rehearsal from the band. And I was there, suddenly. I haven't seen angel or voice, but I felt like, I don't know, some kind of arm around me. I felt embraced, I felt something different, okay. It is Jesus, and then I was weeping, and my heart was ablaze, was in flame, and then I felt the Holy Spirit, and I felt, okay, someone really cares about me, someone really loves me, and from that evening, that service, I was found by Him. And in that service, I haven't decided to give my life for Jesus. There was no option. He found me. He caught me there, and then, at the end of the service, I was watching the preacher. I said to him, I want to do this. For the rest of days of my life, I want to preach like that guy. I want to preach. And for the following week, I start to preach. So in the school, at an underground subway, train stations, bus stations, uh, rehabs, everywhere. Slums, favela, we have lots of these in Brazil. Dangerous places for drug dealers and also sometimes in the church, but the favorite places was around in the squares. Why? Because in some point, the kingdom of God became a treasure for me. I wasn't worried more, uh, anymore with my reputation, 
friends, if I want to be accept with some friends or not, if they you give me nicknames or um, bullying me, I don't care. Because the biggest treasure, something happened. So I don't know how you see the kingdom of God. Some of us, we see the kingdom of God like rules or things that we have to do or a demanding God that we need to please him to be accepted. Or, oh, I'm just here this morning because my mom, she took me to the service or my wife, you don't know, if I say no for my wife, oh, there, is a, there will be a war in our home, so that's why I'm here. I know your vision about the kingdom of God. Paul, he said in Philippians, he said, Jesus in whom is hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. He's everything. Now, Jesus is talking about the guy. And, and this guy, he sold with joy, not weeping or complaining, with joy all he had to buy that field with the treasure, with the kingdom of God. It's like a treasure, he's saying. And I love this. After this service, if you go online, you just type there after the service, not now, Bitcoin family. You see this guy. He was tired of his life. So he sold his business. He sold his belongings, the children's toys, everything. And he put everything on Bitcoins years and years ago. And he said, I'm tired of this. I want to travel the world with my family. And now they are traveling around the world, but now they are so rich because Bitcoin is, is a lot. But it wasn't a plan. He saw Bitcoin something very valuable. And then he sold everything to get that thing. And now he's traveling across the world. If you see his story, it's really nice. Bitcoin family. Why? This is important. The cost is higher when we don't see the benefit. Now, Jesus is saying, you need to sell. You need to forget. There is a price you need to pay in order to have the most valuable treasure. Guys, we are living in a very different times. Almost every day, I keep receiving message or messages or reading uh, news about some kind of gospel with no cost you can come as you are and stay as you are and Jesus loves you because at the end of everything love wins with no cost with no deny myself with no price that I have to pay in order to get that treasure because when you talk about something called sin or selfish or vanity or a wrong lifestyle all these kind of weird things people feel offended oh I, I just want to listen good stuff that i beautiful that i have i have success in my life that i'm loved and accepted by god i i don't want to hear that i need to sell my stuffs i don't want to hear that i need to change my life I, I just want the treasure. And for some people, the cost is really high because they forgot that every kind of transaction, every kind of proposition, there is a gain. There is a treasure because they still see the kingdom of God like a rules or like anything else, but not like a treasure. 
like something really expensive. All the treasures, they're not easy to find. Gold, silver, diamonds, rubies, pearls, everything's hidden. It's not for any person at any time. There is a cost. I used to say for my girls at home, <laughs> sometimes, when we have our moment of worship at home, or to read the Bible, and you know, it's not only my girls. All the teenagers sometimes they are <sighs> at the sofa. I used to say, hey, Jesus is not begging you. Jesus is not begging you, oh, please give me your attention. He is the biggest treasure. He is the valuable pearl. He is everything. There is no life out of Jesus. He is not begging for my attention. Because this man in this parable, he sold everything with joy. There is a reward greatest than everything in my life. There is something higher, bigger, supernatural beyond this life who brings meaning and joy for my life is the gospel of Jesus Christ. He sold everything. I said another day for a guy, I have seen, you have seen, we need forgiveness and repentance. And this guy, he felt so offended. Why? I'm not killing everyone. I'm not killing people. I'm not stealing people. I'm a good person. I said, no, you, you are not. I am not. We are not good persons. Because of Jesus, yes, we became justified and forgiven and saved. Now, if there is a gospel with no cost, this is not the gospel. If there's a preaching or teaching with no cost, there is no gospel. Justin, he just said here uh, before about this. Jesus wants everything. It's not part of my life. It's not be a cool or nice Christian. It's everything. It's everything. All he had. Now, the parable keeps teaching about this. And it's amazing because this man, he was obsessed with the gospel. He was running around, selling everything because of the treasure. You know, my biggest tragedy in my life, I start telling, about your, uh, telling you about my childhood. And then my tragedy where, was 12 years later, after this stadium football experience with God, 12 years later, I was a pastor. Uh, with degree in theology in my office, uh, 700 miles away from my uh, city where I was born, leading two churches in that town, dry and empty, with no thirsty or appetite for God. Our greatest tragedy is when we lost our appetite for God when we are not more obsessed by the gospel, for the gospel, to the gospel. Have you tried to feed a baby with no appetite? It's impossible. Have you tried to help someone who doesn't want to be helped? It's impossible. I was there. The guy with his joy, I had lost my joy. The guy, this man in the parable, with his uh, joy, he sold everything. Because the gospel was not Black Friday, 50% off. It's everything. 
And I was there in my office with my books in the shelves about Hebrew and Greek and theology and numbers about the church and all of these and feel, wow, where is my passion? Where is that guy who used to preach in the streets and everywhere full of God's fire? I don't know. Something happened in this journey. So, first, if you are here in the garden or on YouTube watching this, you are just coming, getting to know more about church and God and Bible and Jesus, and have your opinions, your background and your lifestyle, welcome. There is a big treasure. And yes, you need to repent, to change our lives. The Holy Spirit will help you with that. Second, if you are in the church for ages already, 20, 25 years old, giving your life uh, to Jesus and, and to the faith and dedicating yourself to God, maybe you lost your passion in some point of this journey. This was me. I was there. But then, Psalm 44, verse 21 says that God knows the secrets of the heart. Can you imagine if God can put in his hand now your heart and your inner life and search and analyzing and watching everything there? I was there. The second part of this parable, the first sentence, the first sentence, the verse 44, Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure. But the second part, Jesus says, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant, a man. So he's not talking more about some stuff. He's, about a, he's talking about someone who is looking for, who is looking for fine pearls. I was there, and I started to read again the gospel without the vision, the glasses, or the opinion of the church, just reading for me. Not reading the gospel to prepare another sermon. Just reading the gospel as a letter from a father to a son. A letter of love. When I came to Luke chapter 15. And I saw the lost coin. The lost son. The lost sheep. I started to weep. And I said, Lord, this is me. I'm lost. In that very moment, I understood this parable is about someone who is looking for, he was looking for me. Maybe the devil wants, makes you believe that you are worthless. In those days, I felt myself very, uh, with a huge, uh, how can I say, a low self-esteem. And I felt, okay, are you looking for me? When I read again, he is the shepherd looking for the sheep and passionate in love for that sheep lost, for the lost coin, for the lost son, and looking for fine pearls. You know how is the pearl? comes from the um, oyster under the sea when the, when the grain or sand comes inside and starts to hurt and that thing becomes a pearl. I understood that from my pains, God could make a pearl. Someone who is important to him. I have two sides here this morning. In one hand, someone who needs to see again the God's kingdom like a treasure. And to need to check again his life 
ask for forgiveness, repent. On the other hand, we have a God passionate, trying to find you as a pearl and to say you are important. Yes, I left everything behind to find you. Because of the cross, you are here this morning and listen to these words. You are very welcome. And in this church, we will always preach the whole gospel. Yes, you are very welcome. Come as you are. But Jesus is always inviting you to get to know the greatest treasure. The greatest treasure who makes me understand, okay, I need to change. I need to repent. I need to change my ways in order to get that treasure. Yes, there is a cost. There is a price. And this is the gospel of Jesus. I want to pray for you this morning. Lord Jesus, I want to pray for those who are listening to this. Only your Holy Spirit can touch, touch our hearts and minds and intentions. Only your Holy Spirit can bring life and can bring hope and can start the fire again and feed some flame in our souls only our holy spirit can bring life to this word of this morning and i want to ask you lord jesus open our eyes to see the greatest treasure which is you in your kingdom help us to change our ways and lives because your word is like a mirror who shows for me where i'm wrong where i need to fix it with the help of your holy spirit but also your word shows to me how important and how loved i am we love you for this lord jesus we love you for your word this morning and i want to praise your name for this in jesus name amen amen my mom, just to finish, she was really strict, but a prayer lady. When I was nine or ten years old in these days that I told you, she had a drink with me. And then the breakfast in the uh, at the table, she said to me, I, I had a drink. I saw you. Okay. And then I saw you in a big ship going to some country. In those days, come on, the... The airplanes, or it was so expensive. And I saw you beginning, uh, going and saying goodbye to me. And then she said, I said, oh, where are you going? Where are you going? And then you said to me in my dream, I'm going to another nation. And I'm going to preach in another language. I'm 43 years old. And this is happening here right now. You have no idea what God can do with your life, with your family, with your kids. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows everything. Keep your faith. Keep your flame alive. Pray for your kids, for your family. Pay the price. Love the gospel because you have no idea. God's a God of surprises. God bless you guys. God bless you, Justin. Thank you.